2: It's uh, Mark Salem, Andy Salem, and Alan Salem, the three of us have, um, I don't know, I've got 39 years, and each one of you has got an easy 20 years, so uh, I think if that's 40, that's 80 years of automotive experience right here. And uh, Andy, you're even ASE certified. Yes, I am. Yep, she, and you have your... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> she, and what are you ASE certified in, Andy?
3: The service consultant.
2: Yes, that's good. And Alan, do you have any ASCs? Yes, I do. And which ones?
4: Uh, a bunch of them. Okay, well, Uh, let's hear. There's so many I can't even name them. (laughs) 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 What? What? Let's start with the first one. Diesel. Okay. Brakes, suspension. Okay. Uh, uh, Diesel brakes, suspension.
3: Is it electrical?
4: I think- Performance, oh, uh, yeah. Girls. accessories, yeah, <laughs> yeah diesels, black smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you
2: have three or four. Yeah, I do. I think you I have do. three or four. I do. All righty. Well, let me tell you who has three master technicians on their floor, and that's Kurt's Auto at I seventeen and Bell. You got Kurt. He's a master tech, and and folks, what master tech means is is there's eight automotive sections. You can take front end, air conditioning, you can take transmission, you can take performance, you can take emissions, you can take all the different categories one by one, like Alan is, but if you pass all eight tests, you're a master. So Kurt's a master, Eric is a master, and then who's the other? Jeff Jeff and Jeff is a master, and the two young guys are the exception to the gray haired rule because mm-hmm. those two guys are wizards when it comes to uh, you know knocking finding and, and fixing a problem so if you live anywhere near i seventeen in Bell, Kurtz Automotive has been. Uh, recognized as one of this year's Better Business Bureau Ethic Awards winners. They opened their doors in 1987. They work on gas and diesels. They have ASC Master Certified Technicians. So they're a good place. So if you don't have a shop and you live anywhere near I-17 and Bell, may I suggest Kurtz would be a great place to have an oil change done and see how how you get along. Let's go to the phones, and we're going to start with Paul. Paul, good morning. Thanks for calling. How can we help you?
5: Good morning, Mark. Yeah, I have uh, a niece that's selling a uh, 1998 BMW 528i, and uh, she selling it to me at a reasonable price. And uh, from what they know, it's in real good condition, except it needs brakes and uh, tires. And I was going to ask you if you thought a BMW would be a good idea to buy, since uh, I've been reading. there's seems to be uh, it's expensive to fix if something goes wrong. And I was wondering if it goes wrong. Things go wrong a lot on that car.
3: Well, twenty that, years, years old.
5: I realize that.
3: It's or a ninety-eight, 98 BMW.
4: Five twenty-eight.
3: I. Well,
4: I hope you're getting I, a really good deal.
3: I would. I uh, yeah. I mean, I would. I would say no, just because of. Well,
2: let's ask. How much are you paying for it? You think.
5: Well, she, she would sell it to me for between one thousand and fifteen hundred
2: dollars. Does the air conditioning blow cold?
5: Yeah, I mean everything Buy works it. fine on it. Buy it. That, that
2: I'm going to disagree with you two guys. It's a $1,500 <laughs> well, no, car. Yeah, no, I,
3: in in that sense, I, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying those are. It's a 20-year-old car, and they are expensive to fix. Even the brakes on those are going to be expensive.
2: More than a Chevy, Ford, Toyota, yes, Honda. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So
3: if. if well, when,
5: I don't know if you can do percentages. I mean, uh, is it like. Uh,
4: more or 100% more? Hold on. Yeah. Brakes are going to be, I don't know, 25% more maybe. But I'll tell you where the stuff gets expensive. It's your door panels. It's your, you know, center console, you know. Window motors. Stuff that's kind of exclusive to BMW. That's where Mm -hmm. it gets expensive. You know, brakes you can find in the aftermarket. Brake pads you can find, you know, the fluids and the filters, all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But it's when you start getting to BMW exclusive stuff that's where it's going to start getting and, expensive. And I think, yeah, too, well, you know,
5: I, I'm not going to be taking it to a dealership. I have okay. I have a mechanic I know; he's really good, and he's got all the latest equipment. I kind of like okay. you guys, Andy. But, uh,
3: I think too, if you're just, you know, there's going to be little things with that year of a car or any 20 year old car that are going to go wrong. So um, brakes and tires are off, obviously safety issues, but. You know, just be cognizant of dumping, I guess, a bunch of money into it when it's...
2: Yeah, pick and you know, choose. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. How about if okay. I... What would you pay me a month to take over the maintenance? Would you, <laughs> would you give me $200 a month to take over the payments for the next three years?
5: Well, I'm not planning on paying any for maintenance. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sure you're saying I'm going to have to probably look no, at
2: it. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Here's what I am saying. Every car... You have to pay for the use of a car in 30 days. You have to. Now, I don't care who it is. I pay mine. Andy pays her. Alan pays his. What I'm saying to you is if if that car costs you $1,200 a year to drive, let's assume that I can, I'm can. i clairvoyant and I can say, Paul, is you're going to spend $1,500 over the next 12 months on that car, then maybe you say, well, what do you think about that, Mark? And I go, well, that's $100 a month for the privilege of driving the car. That's a good yeah. deal. Mm. I'm paying... What would you say... Let's talk about your Camry, mm-hmm. Andy. What What would you say on a street rate, not including employee discount, but on a street rate, do you think you spend $200 a month, $150 a month?
3: No, I don't. I don't okay. think... Uh, I just... It doesn't have, you know, that much maintenance needed. But would I spend $200 a month to drive it? Yes, yes. absolutely.
4: Alan, how about your Dodge truck? Yeah, it's... I would... I. I I mean, I don't know the answer to that question, but I would pay more than that. I'd probably pay $300, 350 For the yeah. privilege of using it, because yeah. you can't rent a car for $300 a week. You yeah. can't rent a car for $300
2: for two weeks. Yeah. So you're going to drive a car for 30 days, and you're going to pay one, two, three hundred dollars dollars But I'll tell you what I think, Paul. If you were to put $100 every month in the bank... I think that would pretty much pay for all, all the maintenance on that car for the next couple of years at a hundred dollars a month. I would think that would be probably good. Yeah. So, and here's
5: the other thing with it: I don't, I don't need the car to drive to work. I, I'm just going to use it for putzing around to go oh. to the store, which is a mile away, and back and forth like that. You
2: know? yeah. yeah. Well, are you going to use it to pick up chicks? <laughs> chicks. Chicks. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs>
5: Checks, huh? right? Not chicks, right? No, no, hey, no, wait a minute. Are you married? <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Oh, well, I'm sorry I <laughs> that asked he's that.
5: he's up I'm also, I'm
2: also very old. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm, I got this mental picture of this guy buying a Beamer, and it is a sporty car, and that 5 Series is a, is, is a step or, or two up yeah. from the 318 to 325. So this yeah. is kind of a nice car, and I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe he's single. Maybe he's, he's buying this car and, and getting a hairpiece and and, uh, and letting his hair blow in the wind. I don't know. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah, well. That, that might have been uh, 55 years ago. Probably, <laughs> not, not
6: anymore.
2: Well, Paul, thank you for laughing with us. Thank you for laughing with us. Of course, I didn't yeah. think that. But, uh, Paul, I think for... You know, and here, let me just put it to you in a way you're going to understand. If you don't buy it for $1,500, I will.
5: <laughs> okay? Let me just tell you Especially- that. Especially... Yeah, that's
2: a good deal. I so I, I think you should take it, um, and and if you wanted to hedge your bet, you could take it to your garage and just say to them, "Would you give me a check over and um, and tell me what it's going to need in the next six months, and tell me what it's going to need in the next year?" Now, if that comes back as three thousand dollars because the front end's falling apart and it needs brakes all the way around and it won't pass emissions, you might pass. Yeah. But if well, they I'll... say, you know, otherwise. Yeah.
5: I, you know, like I told the screener, I have a really good uh, mechanic. Uh, he, You know, he's an older guy. He works out of his garage, and uh, he's got the latest equipment. So I'm going to take it to him, like you said, yeah. yeah. and see what he says.
2: Yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, listen, thank you very much for calling, Paul. Thank you very much. And uh, we've got lines open, 602 if you want to call. You know, I say things like, you know, he gets a hairpiece, and he starts chasing chicks, and you guys are looking at me like... <laughs>
3: I don't know why, because we should be used to it by now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, he laughed, and I could tell that he was going to laugh at my joke. I mean, every once in a while, once a year, somebody will hang up on me and let me know that they thought that that was, you know, inappropriate, but that 's that 's what you think, <laughs> and us guys, we can tease one another like that six zero two five oh eight zero nine sixty six zero two five oh eight zero nine sixty, so I asked both of you, and we got about four minutes to fill here, and oh, you know what, let me do a, a spot here, and you think about something that 's happened in the last couple of weeks that 's interesting. This is what the customer said, this is what we did, and this is what we found. That kind of a thing. Okay, so I'll give you both that, and you got about 30 seconds to come up with something. <laughs> Automatic transmission exchanges in Phoenix. He's been at 40th Street in Washington since Jesus was a baby. He has been around the block. He's been in the business for since 1968, and he has transitioned perfectly from the old transmissions to the new computerized transmissions that use solenoids to shift the car. So these these transmissions now have sensors in them. These transmissions can now talk to us. Although they're not always right, they at least point us in the right direction. So if you live in Phoenix and you have a transmission leak, or if you want somebody to drive your car, or if you want somebody to change your oil and filter, then Automatic Transmission Exchange is there. They're on 40th Street in Washington, and they'd be a good place for you to stop by. Andy, you're first.
3: I was going to talk about that. (laughs) What was that?
2: Little yeah. sound effect. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, that's
7: uh, your notification system, Mark.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Say that again. Do it again. <laughs> I on. didn't hear it oh you got to turn it up a little yeah it literally
3: sounds like someone's in the shop right now. (laughs) (laughs) yeah there you go perfect there you go let me
2: tell you what happened let me tell you (laughs) real quick yeah this lady sent me an email and and the first two paragraphs was i we love you my husband and i listen to you you know on and on and on and she said but i have a i have a question for you and i ask a favor she says you guys use the doorbell to let them know that you have a caller and she says, and when you ring the doorbell, my dogs go crazy. Now, I'm going to ask you. You have a dog, and you have two. Uh-huh. When someone rings the doorbell, what do the dogs do?
3: Yeah, go crazy. They
2: go crazy. They bark. Does people even wake up? His dog's name get is up. People. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who <laughs> names? He's, that's what I said. Who names
4: their dog People, the people that we got them from. I didn't name them that. <laughs> so,
2: does what people? What would you
3: name them? It'd be good. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. Harold. <laughs>
3: oh, Jesus.
2: Does people bark when the doorbell rings? Sometimes it depends people on his will mood. Bark, okay.
1: but... All right. Well,
2: your dog is like our my dog, and our dogs go crazy. Yeah. So, Gil and I, I ask Gil, can we come up with another noise? He just needs to pot it up really loud. Yeah. Now, Gil, give us an example, and we'll tell you whether it needs to go higher or lower. Louder. Cats come louder. Yeah. Do it again. All right. Is that the best you can do, Gil? Oh, I I can
7: amplify it more. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what I want. You want to amplify it more? Give me the amplified version.
7: I'll have to do it during the break. Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. 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 All right. All right. So so we have a caller. That's what that means? Yes, it does. Okay.
2: And and Gil, what's the name of this caller? It's Betty. Betty. All right. We're going to take Betty because we can be fudging on this break. Betty, good morning. How can we help you?
5: Hey, good morning, Mark. I have a 2003 F-250, and all of a sudden it's the radio uh, stays on after I exit the truck and close the door.
2: Um, okay, so the radio stays on after you shut the key off, put it in your pocket, and get out. Yes, Okay. on,
6: on the driver's side.
2: On the driver's side, okay. <laughs> well, um, first of all, I think we... Um, um, how do, what do they, we, we, is it a seance where we, we build a fire and chant and, <laughs> and run around the Ford and stuff like that? I think that's, that's kind of what we need. We need, to, we need to, to drive the demons from your truck. I, and maybe maybe this, five <laughs> gallons of gas in the front seat of road flare, and I guarantee you the radio won't stay on. <laughs> um, is, is this Betty? Is, Betty, do yes. I know you? Yeah, I'm afraid you do. Betty is <laughs> knew our web <laughs> mistress.
3: She's, I knew it. I said this is Betty. <laughs> yeah,
2: Betty. Is that true? Are you telling me that's true?
6: Yeah, I'm afraid so.
2: You know, I don't have a clue on what that could be. Um, the The radio is it an aftermarket radio or did is it? Is that come? a joke? Are you joking? It's a door or jar switch.
3: Yeah, I was going to say it.
2: The
4: The radio stays on. Yeah, it doesn't see the dr- driver's door open. It will stay. It will stay. You'll take the key out. Okay. It doesn't see the driver's door open though. So it thinks that the driver's door's still shut.
3: Because you know you open the door and then the radio yeah. will shut off.
4: You know
2: what?
3: I'm Duh. halfway out
2: of the. I'm halfway out of the car by the time I, <laughs> right. I mean I'm, I've, right. I've shut the key off and I'm out the car long before that. Oh can yeah, happen. we've
3: seen that. He throws yeah. that puppy in parking. And...
2: I'm gone. Yeah. Are, no, yeah. Dar- door ajar switch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Betty. Let's. Here's the deal. If you, We want you to go outside and open up the door and see if the dome light comes on. Then we want you to mess with the door switch and see if you can get the switch to be intermittent. If the switch is intermittent, otherwise if you push it in and the light stays on, or if you let it out and the light doesn't come on,
4: then they're right, and I'm going to admit well, I'm and wrong. Well, I think it's something in the latch, actually. Yeah. I don't okay. know that. Uh, I think you've got to be able to wiggle the latch like with a little pocket screwdriver or something.
2: Okay. Now, if that's the case, Betty, then here's what I want you to do. I want you to slam the door a couple of times and see if you can change this pattern. Because if Alan's right and the switch okay. is part of the latch, yeah. then if you slam that thing. Now, don't slam it hard enough to blow the passenger door off that old Ford. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't slam it that hard. But I want you to slam the door a couple times, even from the inside, then cycle the key on, start it up, the radio comes on, turn the key off, radio radio's still playing, and then open the cork door kind of violently and see what happens. Because if you can make it change, then Alan's right. It's the door switch. Yeah.
5: Okay, yeah. We were kind of thinking that that was what it was, but I couldn't find a switch anywhere. So
2: it's And, and if Alan's right, it's in the latch? I think it's in
0: the latch. Okay.
2: okay. And Eddie will okay. call us and let us know when we're wrong anyway, because he's he's the Ford <laughs> guy. All righty, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, the lines are wide open, 602 508 Mark Salem, Andy Salem, and Alan Salem at your service. We'll be back in a minute.
8: Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher.
9: ADOT wants to remind you to never drive into a dust storm. But if you do get caught in a dust storm, it's important you know what to do once you've pulled off the road. Keep your seatbelt on, take your foot off the brake, set the emergency brake, and most importantly, turn your lights out. Why? Because if your lights are on, other drivers may try to follow and crash into you. Remember, pull aside, stay alive, and lights out. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Safe
4: Money Radio hosts are experts in no-market-risk retirement planning and provide their clients protection of principal, guaranteed growth, and guaranteed lifetime income that you can never outlive. Listen to Safe Money Radio every week on 960 The Patriot, Saturday at 2 p.m., and Sunday at 1 p.m. Request a free financial evaluation and consultation by your local no-market-risk radio celebrity.
7: The mechanic raised Welcome up back,
2: everybody, 22 mind. minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem, Andy Salem, and Alan Salem all at your service. Today's Father's Day, uh, my kids decided to come and uh, keep me company during the radio show and laugh at me and tease me and it's okay some of you may be upset but it doesn't bother me this is part of my life for the last
6: 40 years (laughs) 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 and
2: you know you said something earlier in the show that's kind of true alan aggravates his kids too and you kids You know, by the time you got into the second grade, you guys were pretty tough. (laughs) Yeah, and because they're, uh, you know, I. But uh, uh, do you remember working on cars? As I mean, young, bringing us tools and going to get parts when we were at Guadalupe. eh?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And and Alan, Mm -hmm. I mean, do you remember hanging out with the guys and helping them do oil changes Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you guys got an early start. Um, As you know, when I was fourteen, I worked at Ken's Broadway Shell Mm -hmm. at uh, at Priest and uh, Broadway in Tempe, which is now a Circle K, but um, that's where I started. So, we, you know, you guys actually started a little earlier than I did. Mm-hmm. So 602 508 There's another shop in Phoenix that I like and I want to tell you about, and it's called Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue in Indian School. They've been around since 1967. Ellen runs the front counter. You'll deal with her first, and then Bob runs the shop. Bob is one of the best diagnosticians that I know. There are times I'm convinced he's better than me and all my buddies put together. There's times that he's pulled a rabbit out of his hat and fixed somebody's car that nobody else could fix. So if you have a story and it starts with, I've taken it to every shop in town and nobody can fix it, then take it over to Larry Harker's 38th Avenue Indian School and Bob will fix it. Now, he also does all this stuff, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, electrical work, air conditioning work, cooling system work, tires, brakes, all that stuff. He does all that, but he just has the uncanny ability and the drive to diagnose something that nobody else can. I think it's a source of pride with him, and it should be. Because when you can fix uh, something that uh, three other shops couldn't, then uh, that's kind of a, a badge of honor. And of course, if you can't, then you're just the fourth shop that can't <laughs> fix it. No now, pressure. And no pressure. But so I'm going to ask you, and because people are thinking about this, does that happen to us where we can't fix a car? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Sure, it does. There are times that we have said we need a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah. We are completely baffled by this, and the part of that that surrender kind of thing is, is we need to send them somebody that we trust. Mm -hmm. So you, and remember when buyer motor works, the BMW shop Mm -hmm. was there when we got in trouble on a BMW or we just couldn't figure it out, we would call or we would send it there. Yeah. And, and, and they always did good because Mm -hmm. there's a specialty shop. Yeah. So, um, and you know that they're, they're not, it's not buyer anymore. Yeah. Um, they've sold and it's under new ownership. But if the technicians are still there, then that, that probably means a lot. And hopefully yeah. that the management won't change the way that they've been doing business yeah. to a large extent. Mm-hmm. So 602 508 if you have a car question or a car problem. And uh, Betty... Um, well, hold on. i got an update for you here. Okay. What did, uh, Eddie, by the way, folks, Eddie is our Ford technician. He's been with us 29 years. Mm-hmm. He, he listens to the show at home. Right now, he's in his dirty underwear watching TV <laughs> from 100 da-run, years ago. <laughs> yeah, he has his darantarans on. <laughs> and, and he's home, and he's probably watching Donald Duck. Quack, no. quack, quack. What's he, he doing?
3: He's not watching TV.
2: Okay. All oh right. yeah.
4: He don't have <laughs> a TV.
2: He doesn't no. have a TV.
3: <laughs>
4: <guys>. He doesn't. <laughs> Shh, calm By down. choice. Well, yeah. He
3: doesn't watch TV. Have cable. Yeah, I, oh. I
4: come into work and I go, "Hey, man, did you see that?" N- Never mind.
2: <laughs> because he doesn't watch TV. No. Okay. Well, he does run. Oh yeah. And his kids are deeply involved in sports, and he's with them. Yes. But he listens to the show, and I say, well, you know, why don't you come here? And he goes, "I live 155 miles away from the shop." He says, I leave at 3 o'clock in the morning to get there. <laughs> yeah, and, right uh, and, and he does live quite a ways yeah. away. But he's always our go-to guy. So yeah. when he listens to the show and we make a mistake, he then chimes in with a text. And then we have to clean the mess up. Yeah. We have to say, we're sorry, Eddie's right and we're wrong. But we have uh, Jason and we have Adam. Mm-hmm. And we have Ron mm-hmm. and we have Scott Scott, John and John. we've got guys that can pull rabbits out of their hats too, oh yeah, but Eddie's been with us twenty nine years, and I think he's by far the longest uh, other than you two he's uh he's got he's been there longer than you guys have, yeah, he's oh, been yeah. with the family business longer than you yeah. have,
4: so he said he said there is two switches on the latch inside the door, one is for the dome light and the other is for the retained accessory power or wrap, so basically your dome light thing won't. Because it's a separate switch. Yeah, and that's exactly why
2: he said it that way. Is he's he's in a nice way? He's saying Mark's full of crap.
3: That's right. Yeah, and that's oh, why he he's...
2: doesn't
4: normally. He doesn't have to say it in a nice way. He knows that <laughs> <laughs> you can turn the key off. What you can turn the key off? Did there you... should be a comma there. Okay. Remove the key, comma, and still have the radio play and the power windows functional for about seven minutes. Then at timeout or immediately timeout when you open the door. Okay. Hey, we need some per- punctuation in those things. <laughs> <laughs> like he's
2: got a lot of time to sit there and come, come on, Let me. I'm going to tell you about something about Eddie. And I don't know if you've heard the story before, but uh, a long time ago, I interviewed Eddie. Yeah. And during the time I interviewed him, he's yawning. <sighs> and he is bored stiff. And, and I'm asking him, have you ever re- rebuilt a quadrujet carburetor? Do you know anything about Hollies? Do you know anything about C6 transmissions? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, this is ugly. So I say to your mother. You're
9: hired. I <laughs> know. Uh, I say
2: to your mother, I'm not hiring this guy. And she says, we need a technician. And I said, I, you know, he was, yeah, I don't know. He just, he didn't ooze with confidence. And she says, well, just hire him. So fast forward a year. I recognize that's the first time I've ever run across someone who had an abundance of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. I was boring him with all my stupid questions. One minute. Mm-hmm. So I hire him, as you well know, and he's been with us now 29 years, and here's the question. We do something special at 10 years, 15 years, and 20, and 25. What the heck are we going to do?
3: I don't know. Something really good for 30.
2: Yeah, for 30 years. At least like a $30 gift card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? That goes for you, too.
1: You
4: know what I mean? Well, that's the employees.
2: Oh, <laughs> <not> for me.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: That is so ugly.
2: That is so ugly. No, no, uh, we, we should gets together and brainstorm gets something. Together. Gets together. Gets together. Gets together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's I can... get
3: together after the break. <laughs> well, let's and get... we'll come right back.
2: <laughs> let's get together and, and see what we're going to do for Eddie. We can have somebody go paint his house. You know what? I got four seconds. We'll be back. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty.
7: It's the same jig they assemble your car on. RainTree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. RainTree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. RainTree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by raintreeautobodyinc.com.
9: There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents half off tuition now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private christian school for half off we've partnered with some of the top christian schools in the valley to offer a limited number of half off tuition vouchers imagine smaller class sizes better grades and inspiring christian environments where the achievements are positively outstanding For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans.
1: a promise was made a promise that hit the beaches of Normandy a covenant that split the skies over Berlin a vow that captured Iwo Jima a promise was made a solemn oath that liberated Seoul a sacred trust that defended Kaysan a pact that dug in in Da Nang a contract that weathered Tet a promise was made A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org.
5: Well, Welcome <laughs> back,
2: everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, Alan just ran out of the studio. Did he have to go to the bathroom or something <laughs> like that? I'm
9: not sure what just happened.
2: Yeah, I'm not either. It's just you and me. Why don't you lock the door behind you there and he doesn't have to come back yeah, at no all? No kidding. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Let me turn off the speakers, and then it won't uh, sound so bad. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. And uh, can you think of any other cars that either ate our lunch or uh, something like that? You know, that uh, that was difficult at best for us to kind of figure out what to do. Go ahead, pick it up.
3: There, there wasn't, not one that was difficult, but I was going to bring up that Escalade that we saw this week, Al. The differential.
4: Transfer ca- What? The
2: transfer it, case. Front differential. Tra-
3: front differential.
2: Okay. So what did it come in for? What were the symptoms?
3: Uh, he was just having a noise, right?
4: Yeah, it was at somewhere else, and they had they wanted him to do some bearings in the front, uh, front differential. It was an all-wheel drive okay. uh, front differential. So we, Adam, got it apart. And it looked like I don't know if you you know what anices looks like, but they don't know what it. But it looked like a silver, sparkly toothpaste. The whole inside was looked like that. Oh, okay, yeah. So
3: I'll. I'll um...
4: It was coming apart.
3: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It yeah, was yeah. the
4: metal. The, the
2: the the silvery toothpaste you're talking about is a gray matter with some specks in it, and that tells us that the gears are eating one another alive. Yeah, and I'm
4: talking like handfuls of it.
3: Okay. Here I. um... It's go,
2: radio. Well, Andy. Good that's gonna. Uh, do. Well, I know.
3: I was just gonna show Dad, okay. but um, he, he's good at explaining it all. But and
2: you know what else um, that I like, and I'm gonna take a side trip. First of all, what we're talking about is is there's an, a thick gear oil inside the front differential, and when we normally take that apart, it's gonna be kind of the consistency of syrup. Okay, and, and it, it has syrup in it, and it's also got an amber kind of color to it. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about is this gray matter that's ground up metal with specks in it, which is the hardness that's coming off the gears. Mm-hmm. So that is the death knoll. I mm-hmm. mean, we're done. Yeah. This yeah. thing is yeah. going to have to be completely rebuilt.
4: Well, we replaced it, but okay. uh, yeah. yeah it, Did you we...
2: replace the entire from tire to tire, or just the third member in the pumpkin?
4: No, no, the whole thing. The whole oh the whole enchilada yeah the whole enchilada
2: okay
3: the, and the thing too is he had been hearing this noise for
4: a very long time yeah he said about a year I think Okay. yeah
3: eight and months
4: or a year and we told him if you would have done it at that point we probably could have rebuilt it okay which
2: was and that that differential has a left axle bearing and a right axle bearing and then it has two on the pinion and so that's it it's got two this carrier is the shorty bearings one okay yeah uh, yeah it's got but, two yeah. carrier bearings and, and 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 then it's got a, it's got two on the pinion. And the carrier bearings are going to be carrying the the uh, the uh, the ring gear, and then the pinion has two. Yeah. Basically, most differentials is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we replace it. What was that bill like? Do you remember? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that we were in the fourteen to eighteen hundred dollar range.
4: No, it was, no. M- it was more than that because it was okay. a complete pl- complete remanufactured unit. Okay, okay. From, from 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 rotor to rotor. So you did the all the way. No. no, it's just a, the... Just a, just Four foot wide? Because uh, it has
2: independent axles on the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Uh, that assembly. I don't remember what it was. I know we did some other work as well, so... Okay. Um. so and, and, and I think the message there is, is if you have a noise, it's better to have it addressed sooner than later, because like you said, had we been in on the first 30 days of this noise, we probably could have replaced all the bearings and cut his bill by uh, 75%.
4: Uh, Not quite that much, but, yeah, I mean, it, it would have been much less parts, about the same labor, a little bit more labor probably, actually, but, yeah, I would say it would have a significant amount. Okay, significant mm-hmm. amount. And, that, and let me take a look at your
2: picture. Well,
3: I just did a little video. And, okay. and this is just me taking a magnet, and you'll see how it just oh. attaches all to the end.
2: Well, you're you're, you're I mean, that's ground-up popcorn. It looks yeah. like it's gray popcorn. Yeah. Now, that's something else on the social media side. Yeah. The, we're doing that a lot. We're t- we're taking pictures of what we see, and we're sending it to the customer. Uh-huh. And, and that really does enhance the whole relationship between us and them. What I like, I saw, I think I saw... Um, one of them the other day and i think it was ron he had an old motor mount next to the new motor mount and he took a picture of it with the shop phone mm-hmm. and then he gave it to one of the service riders to have him send it mm-hmm. the customer can see clearly if this, they're both mounts are the same but this one's broken and this one's brand new yeah and so the customer can kind of see not and many shops do that but most of us are giving them the old parts back too mm-hmm. so when they go home the guy goes the husband says well what did they do well you replaced the motor mount. well how do you know it's bad well it's in the A bag in the front go get it so he walks in he takes it apart and if he knows what he's looking at he goes oh it's broken in half yeah and so that social media has been a a good thing for our repair industry but i imagine the bigger you are the more difficult it is to pull that off and so we're not too big to be able to do that and i think you have a a company phone that we use
3: yeah we have a company phone that we use to send it to customers and then i'll post some of the stuff that we see on instagram on our instagram just day-to-day different stuff okay um
2: well, d- give, tell me how they go to Instagram. What what is the name of our? Oh,
3: you just can search SalemBoysAuto.com, dot com or not dot com. Salem Boys Auto on okay. Instagram, and then um, you know I post different pictures on there of different stuff we see. Sh- you know, vehicles we have in the shop, just all sorts of different stuff.
2: Okay, and are you, are you are you giving a narrative yeah. for the pictures? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're not just looking at pictures. You're saying this picture represents this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, you certainly can call us. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back.
0: Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station?
9: That's easy. Intelligent Talk. 960 The Patriot.
0: Do you have what it takes to be 960 the Patriots Top Shot? There's only one way to find out as 960 the Patriot and Scottsdale Gun Club present the second annual Top Shot Shooting Competition. 32 contestants will go head to head in a bracket style tournament June 23rd and 24th until one person is crowned the new Top Shot Champion. Whether you're new to shooting or a seasoned pro, Top Shot's accuracy targets, speed challenges, and even points for knocking down bowling pins will be fun and challenging for all. Make it to the finals and be crowned 960 The Patriots Top Shot and win $1,000. All participants will receive a Top Shot event bag with over $150 worth of gifts. Plus, as you advance, you'll have a chance to win gift cards from 21 Degrees Cigars and coins from Patriot Trading Group. Sign up today at 960thepatriot.com for Top Shot. June 23rd and 24th. Details and signups at 960thepatriot.com Sponsored by 21 degrees cigar lounge in Scottsdale on the next episode of recipes for disaster
9: so we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes to make sure the steaks are extra 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 tender I left them marinating out on the counter overnight just like Nana used to
0: Maria may mean well but without food safety it never ends well Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch recipes for disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council.
8: This is Mark Davis from 660 AM, The Answer in Dallas-Fort Worth for townhall.com. Reactions to the President's summit meeting in Singapore with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un were predictable. Supporters of President Trump cheered it. His detractors dismissed it. We should see it as a starting block for a potentially valuable chapter in world history, possibly leading to the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. But it could also be a disappointment if the smiles and handshakes give way to the usual North Korean lies and delays could all amount to nothing. But there's a sense this time that things are different. Time will tell. The American president is certainly of a different type. Let's not fool ourselves about Kim. He is a brutal dictator. But self-preservation may give him a willingness to change history. Let's approach it all with guarded optimism. I'm
2: Mark Davis. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at
0: publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information.
2: Well, welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, we're going to be here for about another 20 minutes or a little less than that. So if you have a car question, you can welcome to call us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. On behalf of my family, to all of you fathers, fathers that uh, have raised children or not, fathers of... Um, and, and married and so forth and so on. All the fathers, no matter what environment you're from. Happy Father's Day from me and my family to you. All righty. You say that we post stuff on Instagram, and it's under Salem Boys Auto. Let me turn on your microphone, and I apologize for that. That's okay. And... uh and so, what? Give me an example of some other pictures that you've posted, and what the message is.
3: Um, I took one picture of um, just a legal case when you guys were doing a legal case, kind of just an overhead view from the top, you know, second floor okay. of what that looks like.
2: Now, what she talks about is, is I do lots of mechanical expert work, and so recently I was uh, we towed a car in, mm-hmm. and the question is, is this car the entire driver's side of the car was was hit pretty hard but it was scratched this big truck was driving down i-40 and this car was off to the right side of the road and the truck side swiped the car the question is is what was the car doing there mm-hmm. the funny discussion was this so the insurance company calls me and says we want you to tell us why the car was off the side i said what happens if they were going to the bathroom mm-hmm. you know he says well then it'll start and run won't it i said yes you're right so we, it didn't take us two minutes to figure out it was out of gas. Yeah. And so we identified it was out of gas, and then we pulled the sending unit to look in the tank, and it had a whisper of fuel in it. Then they wanted us to check the lights to make sure that the flashers could work, and they did work, mm-hmm. and the bulbs worked. So that was the question uh, the, the the mechanical expert stuff that we do as a yeah. team it has to do with what's the question you want us to answer
3: yeah, and it, that's what I said um that the particular picture w- that I have posted isn't that case, but um I did just say you know that he gets asked questions like, did the brakes fail, did the accelerator stick that kind of stuff yep um. I took just a picture of the shop in the morning, kind of before all the hustle and bustle. I um, There's one picture posted of Eddie inside an engine compartment in that um, reddish-orange Chevelle.
1: Yes, yes. He
3: had it. He's completely inside. Yeah, and actually
2: what that was was a guy had an old Chevelle, mm-hmm. and he hired us to pull the engine to completely repaint it and fix all the oil leaks. Yeah. And then he also hired us to clean the entire engine compartment, paint the entire engine compartment, and put everything back together. Yeah. Now, that picture there is the engine's out of the car, but Eddie's in there working on the fenders yeah. and the frame.
3: Yeah, so. and just different um, couple... I took one of a radio segment that we had. were are doing um, a flywheel, um, broken, and then, you know...
2: Are the teeth broken or is the flywheel itself broken?
3: No, the center of the flywheel.
2: Oh, it's completely broken. Okay, that's called the flex plate. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's, it, is plate. The fly, it is a flywheel, but I've got to tell you a story about that. In the old days, and I'm going to go back to the, to the late, well, to the 80s, mm-hmm. we had a car that we diagnosed as a rod knock, mm-hmm. and it was a Cadillac. And so we didn't do engines, so we sent it to Al Kitts. Mm -hmm. Now, he's not in business anymore, but he taught me more about cars than any man. Well, him and Ken from Ken's Broadway show. So we sent it up there, and he calls me back, and he goes, I fixed your engine for $220. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah. He said, you misdiagnosed it. And I said, okay, will you teach me what I did wrong? And he goes, yeah, I will. And I said, okay, good. So I went down to a shop, it was three miles away, and he showed me the flex plate. It's called a flex plate, but it's an automatic transmission flywheel. Mm-hmm. It connects the transmission to the engine with a, what we call a flex plate. Mm-hmm. So it's, a flywheel is a clutch, is a manual transmission device. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, the center was broken. Mm-hmm. And he said, this was the wrong. That, and I said, well, how did you diagnose that? And he goes, well, as we disabled each cylinder on this Cadillac, it didn't make this worse. And he says, if you had a rod knock and you pulled a spark plug wire on that cylinder, the knock changes. But, it, yes, it had a knock, but it had a broken flex plate. Okay. And so we learned from that. Yeah. So that, that would be part of of what you're showing people. And now, do you have the brand new one and the broken one?
3: No, on that one, I just have the, um, just the broken one, just kind of in two different pieces and showing you. And just, uh, I've got an evaporator one that had a bunch of, obviously, dirt and dust and build up and...
2: This is kind of a radiator-looking device, and it looks like it has a mat of grease and hair, dog-haired leaves all over the one side of yeah. it, which obviously inhibits its ability to do what it's supposed to do because it's no longer airflow, can no longer pass through this radiator. Yeah. And so it's blocked, and so that either caused the air conditioning to malfunction or it caused the car to overheat. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. Okay, let me do a real quick spot. s s Tire has three locations in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They've been around since 1976, and like our shop, they're in their second generation. So, Bob, the owner, has now passed the responsibility to his boys. So, they offer a comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of tires. So, no matter what you want, whether it's a wheelbarrow or a tractor or anything in between, SNS Tire has it. They'll balance your tires. They'll do alignments and suspension work. And what's good about buying your tires from a shop that can do alignment work? Reading the old tires is very important. It's very difficult for someone to bring their car to us and say, I need you to align it, and it has brand new tires on it because we would love to see the tires that were taken off of it, So we can see the wear pattern Mm -hmm. because the wear pattern will tell us whether it's a camber problem, a caster problem, whether it's a toe problem, whether it's a shock problem. It tells us all of that kind of stuff. Right, Alan? Yep. Okay. So but an S and S it's kinda nice because they do all of that. So if you do tires, they've seen the old ones mm-hmm. and that's kinda nice. So if anything, take the old tires with you and show the shop that's gonna do the alignment. Yeah, or take these... a
3: picture oh, or yeah. at, at least just be able to explain at the you know minimum.
2: Okay. Alrighty. So and and that's that's kind of an important consideration. That makes our job easier and it also benefits the customer because if they come in, Alan and the tires have pristine wear patterns and there's nothing unusual, when they want to spend $100, $125 for an alignment, we can easily say, you don't need one.
7: Yeah.
4: Right.
2: Okay. No. Just by reading the old tires. Yeah. How often, Alan, do people come in and ask for an alignment and you find out that really what they asked for was not the problem? A lot. Okay. A so lot. like vibrations. Vibrations. I, uh, vib- All the time. They, all the time
3: i've got a vibration i need an alignment that's not gonna
2: you hear it all the time Yeah. so at that point it's important to question them about their symptoms mm-hmm. will they typically share that with you or typically yeah. okay i find that guys sometimes will just kind of say no i want an alignment and yeah. <laughs> the difficult part is is yeah you know I, I will say it as nicely as i can you have to understand that we're working through your eyes so if this doesn't fix the problem you still have to pay for it because you're driving the train so if you won't share the symptoms with us then we'll we're happy to align it yeah but if it doesn't fix your problem that doesn't mean you're going to come back and say i want my money back because you guessed we didn't yeah so what else do you find with alignments other than vibrations
3: uh
4: they're very complex they you know between a pull and a drift and a return to center and a you know a return to center is as you make a right turn into Safeway and you let go
2: of the steering wheel and the steering wheel spins back and brings your cart your tire straight ahead that 's right. called return to center right if the car doesn 't have return to center, the owner knows it right because they turn the steering wheel right and they normally let go of the steering wheel while it recenters the car straight ahead, but it doesn 't so they continue to make the right turn and that kind of scares them. but I like what you said you said vibrations and you said it pulls and 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 how many times do they ask for an alignment? And in reality, it's a radial pull. It's a tire pull, and it doesn't need an alignment either. Either needs a tire, or we cross the fronts, and the pull goes away. How often? Half, three quarters, twenty-five percent. I would say twenty to twenty-five percent mm-hmm. of the time. It's not an alignment if it's a pull. It's oh. a tire or a a, a, um, a rotation. Yeah, issue. probably. Yeah, okay. probably. So the car comes in and it's got a drift or a pull to the right or the left the first thing we want to do is cross the front tires and so if we cross the front tires and the pull moves that's not an alignment right if we cross the front tires and it still pulls to the right could be an An alignment it could be an alignment so after we do that short diagnosis then we know whether it's an alignment or not Mm -hmm. so that's why the symptoms are kind of important very important and Andy do you find that there's a difference in the customers ability to give you symptoms whether they're men or women
3: Um, some, (laughs) I don't want to, uh, you know, umbrella every man, but yeah, there's definitely, um, I mean, there's women that come in that have been told, you know, that's, uh, that's as bad. uh, Yeah. I need an alignment and they don't know why, but that's what they've been told by their son or brother or whoever. Um,
2: or YouTube.
3: Yeah. Or YouTube. But I mean, we had a guy the other day that just came in and said, I need this replaced. I need this replaced. And, you know, you have to go through and ask why and ask questions and I know they always don't like that but it's really in their best interest.
2: Well that's part of what what it's all about. Yes yeah. sir uh, we have somebody is standing in the wings and the doorbell didn't ring so the dogs didn't bark. So Gil bring them on up.
7: All right it's Mario. See Mario you.
2: good morning. What's up? Good morning.
6: Um, I got probably a, well, i got a porn car and it's uh 1977 X19 Fiat with transmission issues. Um, when I'm shifting from uh, first to, or, I'm sorry, second to third, it grinds, unless I do it really slowly. And then when I shift from third, or from third to fourth, it's just a bear trying to, you know, get it in fourth gear. Yeah. I'm trying to find out, you know, I'm looking at maybe putting a five-speed and, and not trying to fix the, old you know, 4 four-speed.
2: Well, that's going to cost a lot more money because when you put a 5-speed, then we mm-hmm. have to change the crossmember. We have to change and track down the other drive shaft.
3: Uh-huh. The
2: shift linkage will be different. Your shifter uh-huh. will be different. You're talking about it. You're, this could cost you four or five times what it would cost mm. you to just to fix your 4-speed.
6: Okay. Well, so, that solves that problem. That yeah.
2: Is. What part of town do you live in? I live in Goodyear. Okay. Um, does Lorenzo do sticks? the manual transmissions i'm asking you
0: uh
2: yeah does he yeah okay all right um i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you to call my son alan who's sitting here right. next to me on monday
6: uh, on monday okay. yeah
2: and i'll give you the number 480-598-1234 and we have a wholesale guy that does not deal with the public but we okay. respect him a lot, okay. and so Alan is going to talk with our our transmission guy mm-hmm. and talk with you. Mm-hmm. And my, I guess the question is this: He obviously has a problem with the synchronizer from first from second to third. Okay. Then he also has the same problem from third to fourth. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So we have a we have a we have a chatter from second to third and from third to fourth. And the question to Lorenzo is 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 that the same synchronizer, A? B, it's a 77 Fiat, da-da-da. Can you find parts for that? And is that some synchronizers that you can access to? Now, he's going to say, I want to take it apart before I order synchronizers, because it could be a bushing or a bearing that's causing this, this shift issue. Mm-hmm. But but you cannot go to him because he doesn't deal with the public. You think I'm crusty? You ought to see him. But he is one of Is he not the... Best transmission sh- guy we've ever met in our oh, life yeah there's I He's, mean yeah. no question he is absolutely amazing, so it would be one of those situations that we don't make any money on the turnaround, mm-hmm. so if you wanted to take the transmission out, bring it down yeah. he'll he'll take care of it, or yeah. you could bring the car to us, we'd take the transmission out and then take okay. it over there so we'll we'll help you now. you can also pick on the west side on the okay. west side north of you, way up on deer valley road there's a, a transmission shop called a and s. A- a- <S- A-N-S, Transmissions, and his name is Alger, oh. and uh, he does some retail work. Alger was a, a kid that worked for me when, in high school and in 1979, and he must have weighed 110 pounds, yeah. and uh, and when and two years after he worked for me, he took an automatic out of his Nova and put a four-speed in it, and for somebody who was 16, 17 years old to do that, I was always impressed, and today... He's one of the two best transmission guys in the entire city of Phoenix. Okay. So I
6: pulled the tranny out before myself, so that's, okay. You know, I can do that.
2: And now, so, you might take it over to Alger and let him drive it and feel oh, what you're okay. talking about. And if he okay. says, I need the tranny out, then you do that. Okay. All righty? Uh,
6: do you have any idea? I guess you wouldn't know until they drive. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he'll,
2: he'll give you numbers. He'll give okay. you numbers. The hardest part's going to be finding parts for that. That's going to be the hardest part. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All righty. We want to talk about Strictly Diesel real quick, and Strictly Diesel is up off of Pinnacle Peak Road and I-17, and we know a lot about Strictly Diesel because we respect them. They do diesel work. They do both foreign and domestic. They do light diesel trucks. They're located, like I said, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak. Nate is a good guy. Nate is very big, very tall, and he has hands like tennis rackets. So you don't want to make him mad because he's a tough guy. But nevertheless, Strictly Diesel is a great place for service and repair. My name is Mark Salem. We'll see you next Saturday.